0: hello friends and welcome to another episode of dark side of the word my name is kate and i'm here with my co-host cj
1: hello everybody
0: and this week it is time for us to give our writing update it is the beginning of october we are in a new month for me at least a lot has happened in the past month in terms of my writing career and life and so i have a ton to tell people i have a massive announcement to also give at the end of this podcast i have been trying not to hint too much at it because i hate when people hold on to that but it was not my time to give the news away i was given strict orders that i could not give this news <laughs> away until october I will explain why when we get there, but just stay around because it's huge.
1: The embargo will be lifted. We wait with bated breath.
0: I feel like people are going to think it's like, I'm just going to like quell the secret. It's not a book deal. Okay. Wow. I'm just going to, ha- I have to do that now because I just feel like
1: it's kind of like when you,
0: you call people and you're like, I have something big to announce. I'm like, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? Like, oh, yes. No. No, that's, I'm not oh. pregnant either. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we wrote out the two
1: major possibilities. I don't know what else it could be.
0: <laughs> I feel like I have given it away on Instagram only because of a certain thing, and I'll explain that. But Okay, anyway. I have not
1: seen it on Instagram. I mean, I well, know what it is anyway, but still, I have not seen it on Instagram.
0: Haven't you seen a certain like type of reel being shared a lot on Instagram?
1: Is it a story? Because I never really look at stories. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're in my story. Oh yeah, I don't look at the stories
1: okay. that much. I oh, look um... at them like once a week. Random stories that are there, oh. but I never really get into it that much cuz I I'm trying to limit social media quite honestly to like 30 minutes a day because otherwise it just takes up way too much energy and space. So
0: But all the good shit's in the stories. It's not in the in the posts.
1: I'm just tired, man. I'm just tired. I can't keep up with it all. It's like either like read a book Blog or social media. Like it can all happen, or do a podcast. It can all happen
0: at the same time.
1: I post, I I scroll for 30 minutes, I comment, I like, I'm out.
0: (laughs) Done. (laughs) Goodbye. Unless your lovely co host tags you in a post making you have to (laughs) announce your October reading list. Now I have
1: to share. Now I have to finish making my list in a timely manner and then post it on Instagram in a timely manner. Thanks thanks for that
0: you're already telling people you're doing that anyway so i was just making sure that i was holding your you know to your deal well, you know one listeners. time
1: you can kind of do it and then just not ever actually follow up on it but now that i have been called out i will have to go and do this so
0: our listeners yep, are you. expecting it you already told them you're doing it <laughs> That's true.
1: okay i'm a liar listeners i'm a liar
0: <laughs> we have I very active listeners I'm manifesting this. You know, they comment all the time. They follow everything we say. They wait on bated breath for the new p- podcast to come out. <laughs> yes, that is true. Okay, so then
1: in somewhere in my 30 minutes a day, I will post on Instagram my list of October spooky reads that I will be reading next this month.
0: Well, I'm also selfishly doing this because I want to know the list as well.
1: I can just tell you. And we could drop this whole let posted on Instagram thing. No. Okay. Never mind then.
0: Nope. There's a thing called Canva. You can make it pretty. It takes five seconds. All right. Moving on. Updates. Our <laughs> listeners are here for our updates. New month. Okay. New news. Okay. I have three things to say. I don't know. I have do, three things to say. Do we want to go one and one? Yes. Okay. You go first. I've talked a lot, I feel like.
1: Okay. So I'm mostly talking about querying. But my first query thing is that since we last talked, I have received several more requests from literary agents to review the Hoogly Ever After, which brings my total number of requests to nine wow i am beyond thrilled my goal was to get more than two requests and i feel like i've just blown that out of the water and being that this is my third time and third book in the query trenches it just feels like a huge accomplishment in and of itself like every time i get a request and proof that all the work and time and energy i have put into learning how to write a query learning how to write a synopsis has just been worth it and has paid off so of course, I want a book deal, but I'm, I'm pretty freaking happy right now. This is, this is a nice place to be.
0: Clearly, you have the awesome sauce, and you have unlocked the equation on how to get noticed.
1: I have worked my fucking ass off on this. <laughs> so I'm glad it's getting noticed, because it has been a lot of hard work. I didn't just, like, waltz into this. There's been literally hundreds of rejections, and still are more rejections. But it's nice to finally have some validation i guess that this all wasn't you know just a, just for nothing so far at least
0: that's so exciting though cuz i definitely you know you have that goal and you've clearly surpassed it i'm i'm still shook with how quickly you're getting attention that no one has bit
1: yeah but there's there's currently so i've had 9 requests 3 have said thank you but not for me and the other 6 are currently pending right now so you know it takes what three four months to review a manuscript they i'm not even getting told like how long to wait i just send it and i just assume i'll hear from them one way or the other whenever I, it happens
0: i feel that you kind of like at least how i would expect this industry to work it's like you kind of entered some sort of unwritten contract where it's like if i send you my full manuscript and you have started this conversation i expect you in some way to respond back whether yes or a no and this isn't like i'm just cold querying you with my query packet like uh, you know you you need a response like that's that's the yeah. thing is that now that they request the whole thing they cannot ghost you they must respond
1: yes they must respond and pretty much everybody who i've ever sent a manuscript to like for past querying times has has replied one way or the other usually the other which is no thank you but they have been good about doing that so at least i at least i have that
0: so okay good because like that would really suck because i just yeah no one
1: has i've never been ghosted by an agent who's requested to read the full manuscript
0: all right. Well, then we are just going to have to, I, I don't know how you can sit there with six unanswered. we like, <laughs> uh, just be like, come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I. But I'm just trying to,
1: you know, believe that everything happens in its own time. I'm manifesting a positive outcome and just it'll happen when it happens. It'll happen when it happens. So I just keep telling myself that and then focusing on what to query next.
0: I'm just I can't wait for the phone call that when you call and tell me and you're screaming in my ear.
1: Oh my god, I'm going to pass out beforehand like a billion times if that actually happens.
0: <laughs> I I get that. I mean, yeah, I probably would do the same thing. I mean, I just had an author like my story and I was already like <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my god, right. I'm
1: dying. <laughs> it doesn't take much to make us happy, you know? <laughs> I was listening to a, I listened to the Bookends YouTube channel, um, the Bookends Literary Agency. They have a lot of helpful videos on how to query, how to submit, how the publishing process is. And in one of them, the agent was starting off the video by doing a pretend call, like, hi, so-and-so, this is so-and-so at Bookends. I'm just going to tell you I loved your book and I'm offering you representation. And like... It, it wasn't directed at me, obviously, but my heart stopped. I got all fluttery and warm and flushed. I'm like, oh my God, imagine hearing that like directed at me one day. Oh, it just, oh, it'll be amazing. It'll be amazing.
0: So the lesson in that is now you need to answer any unknown phone number <laughs> that you do not recognize. I kind of been
1: doing that just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since I started querying because I never know who's going to be on the other end. And usually my phone says spam likely or scam likely, and I don't pick it up then. But every now and then a number will come through, and I just don't recognize it, and I'll just answer it on the off chance. It's usually somebody calling about my energy-saving bill or something like that.
0: But you never know. It's worth the the calls, the cl- whatever, spam calls. The spam just calls, to, yeah. Just, just in case. Because clearly I guess I did – I. I would have expected them to call for some reason I always expected an email but you're right they would want to call you to discuss this and holy shit I hate answering the phone
1: (laughs) well some say that and this was an older video from like I think three or four years ago something like that so a lot of them I think now do send an email first saying hey I'd love to set up a time with you to offer blah 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 so like I'm hoping that is what well I mean to be clear, I will take anything anybody wants to throw at me. However you want to offer me representation, <laughs> I will take that. But I think a lot of them are doing the email, and I like that because I am awful on the phone. I need to have a script in front of me. So if someone just calls me and I pick up expecting it to be a spam call, and they're like, hello, this is an agent, I'll be like, no fucking way. You know? And that's not very professional and not how we should start off our professional relationship. <laughs> Well, that's so
0: exciting. Congratulations. I'm Thank sure all you. our listeners are clapping and cheering you on, and we're just Thank waiting you. on bated breath to hear that it's real, and then we can pop the champagne and spray it everywhere and have the moment. Yes, I, I am waiting for that, too. <laughs> uh, to okay, stick on news. the Yeah, as I'll say to stick on the querying track, yes. I have not received any pull requests. <laughs> no surprise there. So... I ended up. It is a surprise. It is a surprise. I, I will, am
1: surprised and offended had, on your
0: behalf. Thank you. Because I wanted to at least get one full request. That was my mm-hmm. my barrier with this. This is not my first time in the query trenches. So, yeah, I was expecting at least one full request. So <sighs> my partner being the non-reader helpful person that he is took a look at my query letter but he did help he did a bunch of research for me that i didn't have the time to do and so we ended up rewriting the whole query letter which is shocking (laughs) because i know i got into a huge disagreement with you about rewriting the query letter
1: (laughs) i knew it was a matter of time
0: i don't know it's like i really loved my synopsis Mm -hmm. and i felt so confident with it so i yeah you know I wasn't sitting here thinking I was putting out crap into the world, but I rewrote my query letter. I have not sent it out yet because I am a day away from having a moment to do that, but I will be sending out queries this week, but I did rewrite the query letter. I sent it to you, CJ. You had some Mm -hmm. good choices, though I did not accept one and kept my theater That was a crisp push, okay? He was like, it doesn't okay. matter. It shows that people actually want your work, which I didn't entirely disagree with him on. It shows that, like, you I gotta would go accept got go with it what feels right in your gut. And that people actually wanted my art. So okay. I, I, I carried with him on that. But uh, I think it was really great. So I'm excited. I don't know. It gave me some weird hope. And I feel like in this entire querying process, and I'm sure other querying listeners out there will get this, is like, hope is a killer. Hope is a killer in this. And now I've been imbued with new hope, and it's just hard. But then I also, weirdly, in this weird sense, got this premonition, and I don't know why, but this premonition of I will be published traditionally.
1: So, you you will be. I'm convinced you will be.
0: So, that's happening soon. I did send you new chapters, which CJ loved them and is dying for more. I love them. They were fantastic. I have never gotten this many non-comments from you. <laughs> because <laughs> there's not much for me to say,
1: because it's just a really compelling story. And I love the characters. I love the setup. And even though it you know, kind of touches on plot points like I've seen before, like a premise, it just feels very different and unique. And I just, I'm, I'm already falling in love with the story. So I cannot wait to see what happens next. I want more chapters. I want them now so I can devour them.
0: So that is a huge problem with this story is that it sets up, like, something you've traditionally seen because there's a reason for that. But you're going to see it doesn't go there at all. Okay. And that's the whole thing. I'm okay with
1: it so far. But
0: that's the whole point of the story. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So that is my querying journey update. And just to let listeners know, I have... Queried, I want to say over 50 authors uh, 50 authors 50 agents so I'm also getting kind of scared <laughs> that I waited too long to rewrite my query letter and I'm going to run out of agents so yeah we're on that side of things but you won't run
1: out of agents There are so many agents out there
0: okay that's my hope well at least like I had a couple good ones though and I'm scared I lost them because I had some that I was dying to be represented by so they weren't we the shall right see. matches for you that's what I that's tell what myself that's what we're going with.
1: yep You just have to tell yourself that they weren't the right matches for you.
0: All right. Now that we are tennising this back and forth, it is handed back off to you, CJ.
1: Okay. Well, actually, the point that you just brought up of, you know, wondering, you know, who to query next, that actually leads into what I was going to say.
0: Oh, look Um, at me. Look at this. Look at that. Not
1: even planned. We did not discuss this beforehand, but it leads very nicely because I wanted to give a few tips of like places to look for agents to, to query. So since I am now confident in my query letter, i started querying new agents much more often. Before, I was only sending out batches of five every couple weeks. Now I'm sending out one or two every few days because when I get an offer of representation, manifest, manifest, I want to be able to go back to a good group of agents and give them a chance to all toss their hat in the ring. So I'm sending them out every few days, which means I'm researching more and more agents each week and adding them to my query list. So the places I look for them are on the Manuscript Wishlist Newsletter, MSWL Newsletter. I subscribe to that and get it in my email every couple of days. Um, They do some like panels and webinars and things like that, but they also list deals and some other agents in there. So it's a really helpful resource for me to find. I just found two agents that I hadn't heard of today. um, So I'm gonna add them to my list. Um, There's also the Query Tracker Newsletter, which, is a little bit overwhelming because it lists like huge you know updates about agent profile updates and agents being added to different profiles or leaving different agencies. So it's a lot of information to take in but if you start parsing through it, you can just take all the agency names and research them for yourself and it has brought to my attention a lot of agencies that I never would have found otherwise. So it's really helpful. And then the final way that I am looking for agents is that in any book that I read, I always read the acknowledgments because the authors always thank the agents. So even if the agent doesn't represent my genre, I'm sure somebody else at their agency does. So again, I log the name of the agency. If I like the book that I read and it's women's fiction for me, then I also log that agent name. And so my list just keeps growing and growing. So I have queried about 50 agents right now as well. I have another 50 to go so like there and there's still more after that so there are a ton of agents out there you can just keep querying and querying.
0: the only other okay rewind first i'm going to add to also where to find agents is they have that literary agent book that lists almost all of them and what genre they are literary marketplace maybe that's really bad. I should have them. I just requested again for my library because I had requested mm-hmm. it before and gone through it and then had to return it. So I didn't. Is it
1: big and thick and like expensive yeah. if you buy? Yeah. Literary yeah. Literary Marketplace.
0: Yeah. So it literally lists every agent and you can look also by genre as well, which is helpful. Mm. So I did request that again so I can get some new names. Nice. I said I've queried 50 agents, but what I didn't say is I've looked at over almost 80 agents because I have <laughs> either not like them or they're closed. So that's a huge roadblock right now is that it's a not that it's closed. a summer, but a lot of them are closed. So that's the uh-huh. other thing I will, when I get to like the dregs of society, I will go back to the closed ones that I've listed that I really like and see if they've reopened. I know that one agent I'm currently considering is opening in like next week. Mm-hmm. And I did have one in September that opened literally for like three days. And I got a response from her in like, 15 hours, which was like super annoying because clearly, you, did you even look at what I did? So, there are those moments you just gotta see when they're available. So, yeah, on, on query tracker, why I'm scared.
1: Is, it, is it query tracker we use or query manager? I can't remember right query now. I think tracker, query tracker,
0: because query manager is the fil- form you fill out.
1: Okay, so on query tracker, there is like a little eye symbol. Like, it looks like a human mm-hmm. eye, and that's, like, to okay. put a watch on that agent. Oh. And I do that for any agent who's closed right now. And I'm supposed to get an email when they've updated their profile, like, they're open or oh, closed. okay. I don't always get that email, but what I do is I go through my list every few days, and I look for all the ones that I've like, clicked the little eye on, the icon. Okay. So I can look to see if they have opened up or not. Because it's just that's easier great. to do myself.
0: Yeah, I actually have, like, a really detailed excel file that i keep track of everything mm. color coded and all that, yeah. so, all that jazz so because i do use query tracker but sometimes i just find it bulky i think it's a great yeah. resource but i find it bulky sometimes and so i'd rather just have my excel file right there because then the names are just easier to yeah. use but yeah no that's why I, like when i get to the dregs i will go back to my certain color on my excel sheet <laughs> and check them out yeah. And if anyone hears Huffing and Puffing, my my other co-host, the mascot, has decided to grace me with his presence. Is
1: that Hubble?
0: Yes. You he can, he can see his little nose in the camera. I can. It's
1: <laughs> super cute. I love dog noses.
0: It's probably because he's close to his playtime and he's just like, Mom, what are you doing? Why are you talking to this <laughs> random thing at your face? Soon. Pay Soon. attention to me, Hubble. <laughs> well... Speaking of books and being published, my second big announcement is that after taking a break on my blog, I got back earlier this year doing it and I got my first request to review a book from a, I think the PR firm is the one that reached out. But what makes this unique, not only did I get requested to review the book and post a blog about it, I also... Sorry, my brain went blow. I also was requested specifically for another blog that I wrote that they called out a specific blog. They're like, because you reviewed this book and we loved your review of this specific book, we want that's you awesome. to review our book. And I think that that's really cool. It means, one, mm-hmm. I'm getting – my blog's getting out there again.
1: Definitely.
0: And two, it's – I'm getting known. It's not – because I get so many of those spam, like, Be our
1: yeah yeah rep
0: jewelry for us. Do this and that. And I don't respond because I'm like, okay, if you re- are real – the company will reach out to me not some like other random account that's like you need to contact this account don't contact me back I'm like well then you're not legit anyway so this is legit it's really exciting I got the physical book in my hand and I'm super excited to get back honestly it feels like I didn't take a break I kind of just hit the ground running again with the blog and that's making me really excited that's awesome yeah
1: it's good that you're fired up again and that this is you know propelling you even to get back more into it so
0: yay that's good news exactly and it's just I don't know I'm in this era of my life where I'm trying to spread myself everywhere because if something gets me known yeah. then it will feed into everything else and then it all becomes a funnel to the main goal which is to actually do movies it's not even to write books I want to do movies <laughs>
1: Yeah. Everything, everything helps. Every connection you can make, every bit of publicity you can do, everything for you, you know, to advocate yourself and what you want to do. It just, everything helps in the long run. So it's really awesome that you're doing that.
0: Thank you. And then you have one more point, correct? I I do.
1: Again, about querying. So since... I am going through the US agents at a pretty good rate. I have actually started querying literary agents in the UK. So I'm expanding the search overseas. And the main reason is because there's not a lot of books that feature Huga here in the US. There's no fiction books about Huga in the US. There's a lot of nonfiction, but no fiction. Um, but in the UK, there are actually a few comp titles I was looking at that are have been published and a few more that are coming out in 2024. So, Huga definitely seems to be a thing in UK and in Europe, which is not surprising because it's a Danish term. So, I think that I have a good shot of getting some international interest from a UK agent. So, I started querying literary agents in the UK. And it's very interesting because it's a slightly different process. So, for, you know, here, like I've done... So much research. We've all done so much research on how to queer an agent. And pretty much they're all the same. They want everything in the body of an email. And in the UK, they actually want you to attach things to the email instead of putting it in the body of the email. And it feels like it goes against everything I've been taught. Like, I'm doing something bad. But they, they want everything in the attachments. And I just think it's super weird. Like, aren't they concerned about viruses? Because that's why they don't want it here, right? They, they're concerned about viruses. So I just think it's odd.
0: It's like how the... Europe and all that does things so much differently with food and all this stuff. Maybe they just have better, mm. <laughs> better internet better systems things. for reading it out. <laughs> exactly. That's well, an interesting yeah. conversation. That I feel like maybe someday we should delve deeper into, which is actually querying foreign agencies instead of our own. Because I accidentally, without realizing it, did query a UK publisher, mm. uh, and I didn't realize it until after the <laughs> because how would that even work if you're represented and you're published in the uk and sorry about that my dog is going through the blinds welcome to the real life of podcasting everyone did you hear that one i heard that, I heard that. I heard he's that. getting angrier and angrier but anyway like if you are published in the uk then all of your marketing like how would you get over here because i know that especially with strange sally diamond it was actually published with a u.s publishing house so would they sell the rights to your own country?
1: <laughs> yeah, they could, definitely. Interesting. Um, so the ones that I'm looking at do work with international authors, so I would want them to do some kind of U.S. work too. But if I have an agent that is in the U.K. and they take the book and a U.K. publisher takes the book, then they would license the rights out to a U.S. publisher. And that's often what happens with you know dual editions like in England and over here. Um, So and I'd be totally fine with that. And I know sometimes people just get picked up in one country and not another. I know a Swedish author who is doing really well in Sweden, and he's trying to get picked up in the US and he's written three books in this series and nobody in the US will touch him, which I think is really strange because he's doing so well over there. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. And I'd be perfectly happy being a UK author. You know, That's hilarious. If they want to have me. I know, right?
0: <laughs> just another the guy reason who for us. Published where? in England. <laughs> just another reason for us to move to Ireland.
1: <sighs> yes, yes.
0: I'm I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.
1: Yeah, if I have to go, like, take a business meeting with an Asian over there, oh, darn. Oh, well, I'll just have to go and do that. <laughs> oh,
0: darn. Well, at least you're because you're on the East Coast. So at least it's a little yeah. just hop and skip, not for me, which is fine, you know, six hours plus the hop and skip from the East Coast to the UK. Yeah, that'd be
1: rough. That'd be rough. Um, and the one thing I wanted to say about UK queries is that the rejections for them are a little different as well. So I've already gotten one rejection from a UK agency, but it was the nicest rejection I think I've ever received. It felt personal and it felt honest. It didn't feel like a form rejection letter. And I know we were recently talking about how awful it is getting a form rejection letter or not even getting any kind of rejection at all, just having radio silence. And not only did they give me a personal um, rejection, but they also welcomed me to query them again with future projects. And they provided resources, like writing resources. Like, here's some info about querying. Here's about writing a synopsis. Here's about writing in general. Here's what telling versus showing is and all this stuff. Like, all these resources to become a better writer, a better publisher, a better... Is that being
0: (laughs) passive-aggressive? That, there's I a nice way see of that part you felt more sucks. like a form letter
1: because it was like links and like looked okay. like it was copied and pasted because it was in a different font. So I think that part was okay. more like form. That's what I'm going to tell myself. I'm telling myself that. But it still, it's like way more help and feed, not even feedback. It's just way more help than you would get from a U.S. agent. We don't even get feedback sometimes from agents. But these people are encouraging you and telling you where to go for sources to become better at what you want to do in your life. I think Actually, that's awesome
0: going back to your emails when we were researching some more stuff about query letters those form emails that we're getting actually mean something
1: what, what what do you mean
0: not like the way that they send the email and how the form is response is actually a response of telling you what's wrong with your query like, like what give me an example oh i knew you're gonna call me on the spot i don't have the article in <laughs> front of me to tell you but essentially if they're sending you like uh, we'll go into this in another podcast. Okay, because okay. I actually learned a lot, and that's why I, it pushed me to rewrite my query letter because a certain type of response shows that they're not even moving past your query letter to really? reading the pages, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm very intrigued by that. I think we absolutely should do like an okay. episode on that.
0: Sorry, listeners, I'm failing you. But I was not prepared to talk about that here. It's your fault. <laughs> We're
1: not failing you. We're just teasing you for what you can listen to next on the podcast.
0: Yes. No. This will getting be a, tease. a sneak preview. We should definitely talk about that because I think that it's really great. Yeah.
1: So that is those are my my three points that I wanted to bring up. Awesome. So back to you.
0: Oh, yes. The big big news. Oh my god. I have been holding this in forever. <laughs> like I said, I wasn't allowed to say it till October because it has to do with other people being informed and going through all of this. But. Chromal, please, everyone. <laughs> I am moving back home to Florida. Yay! Oh, my God. That's the first time I'm saying it, like, to someone that's not in a secret hush-hush. <laughs> you like, feel relieved? Oh, my God. I feel scared. Like, this makes it real. It does. But you want it to be real. I have been wanting to move back home for three years now. Oh, yeah three two to three and if our listeners don't remember i right now live in seattle that's where my husband is based with his job we've lived here for almost seven years by the time we actually move we'll have been here seven years and it's just been kind of tough seattle is not the place that we were told it was it's not the same place that we moved to originally especially with you know covid and the things that are happening downtown and the skyrocketing housing prices and just everything going on it's just it's not the place we want to live anymore and you know we're from florida i know a lot of people are probably judging me for that (laughs) but this is what i have where you're born this yeah this is what i have to tell people i am moving home if home was in kansas i'd be moving to kansas if home was in new york i'd be moving to new york i am moving home okay but it we've been trying for two years now to move we have been working very closely with my husband's company that is why it's taken so long that's also why I wasn't allowed to announce it yet because this company had to go through certain things make announcements at their to certain people line of stuff on their end so they were like well you, I don't really want you to tell anyone until you know we've done all this so I've had to keep really hush hush I haven't been able to like tell anyone I know CJ <laughs> knows because I couldn't keep it from you. But we move. <laughs> I kept the
1: secret. I'm very proud.
0: We move in November. So next Yay. month. I, I can't even. I am so excited to move home. You know, it's just. You'll we be miss home for family. the holidays. I know. I am stoked. We're actually living with um, my husband's parents for two months because we hope to buy a house immediately and we don't want to mm-hmm. rent and spend all that money that could go towards a down payment. Because We're talking thousands of dollars. Okay. So. That's going to be interesting. So you guys are going to see a lot of weird stuff <laughs> between, from like mid-November to hopefully mid-January when we can move again. But I'm really excited. I'm going to take everyone on the journey of moving back home. We're driving home and we have a whole two week road trip plan. So I'm hoping to like feature all of that as well and to share the experience because we have to drive because of, we have two massive dogs and yeah. I refuse to ever put them in a plane. Besides, I don't think there's a crate big enough to house one of them.
1: I don't. I don't think so. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one is a Great Dane mix, just to give someone a reference of size. And in his youth, he weighed one hundred and forty-eight pounds. Oh. He is now down wow. because he is a nine-year-old oldie who needed to be really skinny because of hip dysplasia. So he doesn't weigh that now. But like when he was fully muscular and at his prime, he was one hundred forty-eight wow. pounds, that, and he was skinny. This is not. This is not like fat doggo. This is like athletic prime doggo
1: (laughs) that's crazy wow i have such a small cat i can't imagine such a large (laughs) beast walking among us
0: (laughs) well it's so funny because i don't know why but on instagram all my reels have turned to florida reels and i guess because instagram overheard me and so i've been reposting them to my stories about living Mm. in florida and that's just like i swear i'm giving it away like as soon as i announce (laughs) this people are gonna be like that's why you're doing all of that lately
1: I thought you would just do – I have seen some of those, and I thought oh, just because you're, you're from Florida, so you're, like, you know, just sharing things that you think are funny about Florida, how I share things that are about Jersey, you know? So I thought that's what that was.
0: Yes, but there's, I guess the algorithm <laughs> knows <laughs> The algorithm knows all. AI knows all. I know, but I'm excited. I'm so ready to be back in the sun. I hope to live mm. closer to the beach, and it's just – it's, just, it's been a really long two years of trying to make this work because my husband really wanted to stay with his company. And thank God that finally worked out. And, you know, for a moment there in the middle, we didn't even think it was going to happen. And we kept just listening to our gut, our intuition, and doing what we needed to do. And honestly, I'm really glad that we didn't push and we waited in the way that we did because things have really turned out to be even better than we could have ever imagine. Like when we actually finally pushed the domino over and made the effort happen, everything came out better than it could have ever been. And it's time. It's time for us to move home. We came out here for a reason, and we've been out here for that reason. And now. All my query letters are going to be saying my new home on them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you look so happy. Like your face is just Aww. lit up and glowing and you look happy and excited and relaxed. So this is, I already know this is going to be a fantastic move for you because this, this you. is making your soul happy.
0: You know, I always do question because, you know, we're moving to a crazy state. I mean, every good story starts with a Florida man. We all know this. And it's, <laughs> this isn't a new thing. It's a normal thing and everything can kill you in Florida and the hurricanes and all that I know okay but I'm from there and my heart and soul has always been at home and it's time but I do like the seasons and I like the cold a little bit more now so our, hopefully our goal <laughs> is to buy a cabin in North Carolina at some point in the very nearest future as whenever we can afford it
1: <laughs> or I will come visit you and we will have writing sessions together
0: a hundred percent. That's the whole point of it, and I'm excited. So yeah, goals, goals, be. and goals, then definitely. and then the third thing is my castle in Ireland. Like you know, this is, this is the order of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: and it, like a cheap castle that you can like fix up and make your own. Exactly,
0: but not too much fixing. Because you know, I want to be yeah. able to like come in, not like in escape to the chateau. That's a little too much work
1: i was like out that's what i was imagining i thought you were gonna like redo it from like top to bottom like they are because you love that show
0: so much i know but they had to put like heat and electricity in there and i i, I want a little bit that's like, true i want plumbing. yes <laughs> no. I, I need all that to be done i don't mind like refurbishing new floors paint yeah. walls deco roof but i want it to be like updated a little bit
1: the creature comforts have to be in there already
0: i agree Dude. The price of a house here, like a two bedroom house here, is the price of buying a redone castle in France. Like it's crazy. Come on. I know. I'd rather buy a castle than be in this godforsaken place a minute longer <laughs> 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 I hear what you mean though about like
1: you know people you know talk shit about like so many different places. Like I'm from Jersey and I was born and raised in Jersey, and everybody talks shit about Jersey, but it's home. You know, i I'm still here. I could have moved away. I could have gone anywhere else. I don't like any other place as much as I like here because it's home.
0: You know? Exactly. I, don't explain exactly. it. It's just how it is. I know. And you know what? Maybe I can come and bring new voice to the States. Help it tip another way. That, <laughs> that is the hope.
1: That is the hope.
0: I don't have faith, though. <laughs> no, no. you have. Well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I'm rooting for you. So, if anyone wants to follow along on the journey when we move halfway through November, I will be doing it on my personal account on Instagram. I hope to actually make a travel vlog of our move across the country because I have, we're, we have quite a few stops. We're stopping in the Grand Canyon, Southern Calif- California, Dallas. I should be even making a swing by the Magnolia Farms, you know, the silos. Oh. I know Fancy. No one would guess that by me, but I am obsessed with Chip and Joanna. Like, it's just it's a thing. It is
1: very shocking to hear that, <laughs> actually, because you're just like, I'm looking, listeners, behind her is a, a wall hanging of a skeleton, a rainbow-colored skeleton with, I don't even know what, shooting out of its eye sockets. But it's, it's so like white the complete
0: opposite. Turning into the color, because, you know, black is actually the absorption of every color, which essentially means that you are the most colorful person because you have a rainbow inside of you okay black but is every it color it's the
1: complete opposite of anything <laughs> Joanna Gaines would ever put anywhere near her target collection or any collection and it's hanging
0: above my iconic yellow couch there you go
1: which she also probably would not put in anything of hers so it is very surprising
0: I will take a picture <laughs> and post it for all of our listeners to see what I'm talking about <laughs> what you're talking about but yeah I'm so excited and yeah We'll just see what that goes. But it's the biggest announcement I can make this month. And that is an
1: excellent note to end on, probably.
0: Yes, I'm so excited. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Sound off in the comments below about your own querying journey, maybe. Or if you want to vent to us about your querying journey, we want to respond Mm -hmm. back. We want to create a community here. And to remind everyone this month's book club read is hide by kirsten white if you hadn't bought your copy yet and you still need your copy use our affiliate links below to buy through bookshop.org it doesn't cost you anything extra it just gives us a small kickback from the original price and also finally guys if you wouldn't mind please if you're watching this on youtube subscribe rate review like it thumbs up on whatever platform you're doing, it helps us out a ton and helps bring more visibility to the podcast so that we can provide you guys with this awesome content. And we will talk to you next week, friends. Bye.
1: Bye.